Welcome to the Normalizing Millions podcast. I'm a mama of two little girls, owner of a seven-figure and growing coaching company, and I'm your host, Taylor Lee. My mission is to normalize women making millions from work that feels absolutely effortless. Your work changes lives, and with my help getting it into the hands of more people, your life can radically change too. Just don't blink, because with the right tools and advice, all of which me and my incredible guests will share with you in each and every episode, it can change fast. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. So I want to talk about setting boundaries with your clients. I get asked this question all the time, whether it relates to, you know, late payments or boundaries in Voxer or maybe clients like being late to calls, not showing up for calls, canceling calls last minute, whatever. Okay. There's a million like different things you could set boundaries around with clients. Um, it could even be like how clients use the Facebook group for your course or all the things you guys, all the things. And I always get asked about boundaries and I always get asked how to word them because kind of am the queen of like wording things, whether it's marketing or boundaries apparently. But here's, here's the thing that's always included in the question is how do I say it nicely? Or how do I say it without sounding blah, 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 mean, mad, bitchy. (laughs) Um, And this is the thing, you guys, that I want to talk to you about today. Setting boundaries with clients, specifically in paid containers, Voxer, calls, et cetera, Facebook groups, these sort of things your clients want you to set boundaries. So I will say that when it comes to to setting boundaries, it's so much easier to do before you get started. But you probably will have times where you have to set a boundary after the fact. But what what, what I wanna talk about today is like getting clear on your boundaries, setting them and how to word them and why you really need to do this for the benefit of you and your client before their container even starts because this is the easiest way to do it. And and part of this is you're going to live and learn. So you're going to have a moment with a client where it's like, oh, I don't like this. I want a boundary around this. You might implement it with them then, or you might kind of suck it up and implement it with your future clients. So I want you to sit down. I want you to think about all the things, all the areas that you could set boundaries, but also standards, but also just clarifications on how to make the most out of the program. This is my go-to phrase is how I word it, whether you're in my mastermind, my course, my private coaching, how to make the most out of this program. We put these boundaries in the contract, in the welcome email, and in the pinned post if there's a Facebook group or the first Voxer message if there's Voxer. So instead of being like, you know, angry military style where it's like, these are the boundaries, listen or get kicked out, like mean and harsh and accusing. And it's not the vibe. We're setting this as here's how you're going to make the most out of the program. So with my one-on-one clients, it might sound like it's so important to me that this space feels productive and effective for both of us. So here's some tips I have for you to make the most out of this program with me. And then I just, bullet point them. And every single time I do this, clients are thrilled and they follow the boundaries and they don't push back. 
you can do this, you know, um, like, how do you tell a boundary that, how do you tell a client that you're only in Voxer once a day? You let them know, here's how to make the most out of this program. I'm in Voxer one time per day. So you can expect a 24 hour or usually less turnaround time for me to get back to you um, with your messages, except on the weekends and holidays. So with that in mind, I wouldn't stress being in Voxer at the same time as me. I would just pop into Voxer when you need, ask your question and know that I'll get back to it the next day. So you know you're always getting an answer and you're always able to move forward. Another thing, like why would a client not be happy about you um, being in Voxer only once a day? Why would that why would that make them uncomfortable? Because they're afraid they're not going to be able to take action. They're afraid it's going to slow them down. They're going to, they're afraid that they're not going to be fully supported. So you put that in there. You know, another way to make the most out of this container is even though you're asking me questions and for feedback and for advice and for support, I encourage you to always keep taking action, even when you're not hearing from me right away. And you're in that waiting period to hear from me. We want a um, we don't want to create a codependent relationship where you're, where you're feeling like you need my approval and my guidance before you can do things. We want you running your business, like the incredible businesswoman that you are, or, you know, we want you living your life, like the incredible human woman that you are. And knowing that my answers are to support you in the big picture, not just the short term that will put your clients at ease. What doesn't put a client at ease is they're in Voxer and they're not sure, like, Am I supposed to be waiting on your answer? Am I supposed to be trying to like check in Voxer at the same time as you? Is it weird? Like sometimes my, some of my clients stay up late. I don't, right? So it's like, unless my baby's keeping me up, <laughs> but it's like, I've had clients be like, is it bad if I send you a question at 2 a.m.? No, because I'm not going to check Voxer until I'm on Voxer. So you can send me questions any time of the day, whenever you want. You just know that I'm going to get back to you the next day when I get back to you. Like it puts them at ease. It makes them feel confident in how they use the container. I swear to you, just as much as I hear clients feel uncomfortable to set boundaries, I see clients in other coaches' containers feeling uncomfortable to use the containers because they don't know how. It was never explained. Um, So another example is like with marketing feedback that I do in my mastermind. So every single week, you have the opportunity to submit something for feedback. But we want people to feel really comfortable using this. And of course we want boundaries on our side. So myself and my support coaches aren't overloaded or it's just streamlined and focused and we can be productive and effective, right? So we have boundaries around what day of the week they're submitted, what things that you can submit. Um, and also like what the point of the feedback is. The point of the feedback is not, you should submit this so that we can make sure it's good enough to go out. It's, you should submit this so that A, we can give you some tweaks to make the things that you already have better and so that you're actually learning how to write better copy that sells out your offers for the future as well. So now they know how to use the feedback they get back. It's not just about tweaking, it's about big picture. But this also helps us because clients aren't feeling in a rush to get their feedback back because we have a seven day turnaround time. So typically it's a lot faster, but I always say under promise over deliver. So my coaches know that, you know, everything's submitted by Thursday and they get it back to clients by Thursday. Sometimes they get it back on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and the clients are thrilled. Sometimes like I had one of my support coaches, you know, do this amazing trip 
that she wanted to go on. And so her, she was on that last day of that due date. And that's great too, because we don't over promise and no, none of the clients are freaking out. Like, here's what goes on. Did she not get my submission? Does she hate me? Was it really, really bad? It's like, oh no, there's just a seven day turnaround time. So if I don't get it back by Thursday, maybe I'll reach out. Like it puts your clients at ease. It's also sometimes clients don't use the support because they're like, I don't know what to submit. Like, I don't want to submit a sales page and it be too much. I don't want to submit this and it's not what they meant. Like, we don't want to embarrass ourselves. We don't want to break the rules. We don't want to. So it's so nice to know this is exactly how this works. This is exactly what you submit. And this is exactly what to expect back and when. Now, it's a lot, um, it's a lot more uncomfortable to set boundaries after the fact. But sometimes we have to. So I've had it come up in programs where, um, like a mastermind and the calls were too long. This is so common. People run their first bigger mastermind. Maybe it's five, eight, 10, 12 women. And the calls get really, really long. So I have a mastermind right now with about 30 women and the calls are 90 minutes. And we struggle to even get to the 90 minute mark sometimes. Like I could make these calls an hour and they would still be really, really good because they'd be productive and effective. That's a value in my company. We want every piece of support to be productive and effective. Feel free to take that as a value into your company and to your coaching and mentorship support. So I was doing these calls and they were two and a half hours a lot of the time. And I, at the time, this is years ago, I was feeling drained by them. I was feeling like my boundaries were being crossed. I was feeling like kind of just a victim to the situation. And I felt like people would be mad if I didn't set the boundary. And then I had a couple clients come to me and express, this is not what I thought it was going to be. The And we could argue that this is not a very empowered uh, way to approach a situation, but it's like, the calls are too long. I don't have the time for them. It seems like the questions are just dragging on. It seems like it's a lot of chit chat. It's a lot of listening to people's problems, yada, yada. And then I felt really torn and conflicted. Like, I feel like if I don't set a boundary and change this, this group of people is going to be mad. And I feel like if I do set the boundary and change it, this group of people is going to be mad. And I have been in programs, I don't know about you, where a coach has set a boundary and it felt like they were angry. It felt like you guys are annoying me. You guys are overstepping my boundary. You should know better. Here's the boundary. Please don't annoy me again. Like it feels angry. It feels reactive. So I got my own coaching support on this. I really felt into what is of the highest good of the whole group? Because before those people had come to me and complained, in my mind, it was like, my, my issue. Like I don't have the capacity. I don't have the energy. I, I don't, I feel so tired after calls that long, but apparently no one else does. Cause they keep hopping on and asking questions and talking. And you know what I mean? It felt like a me problem. But when I really thought about what is the best for the group of the whole, being able to ask effective questions is best for the group of, of, as a whole. So being able to teach them how to do that. Having calls that are really realistic for people that have busy schedules because they run companies. Some of them are moms. Some of them are partners. Some of them, you know, have other obligations. Some of them are running a business on top of their job. Some of them are running two businesses. Like we're all busy. So having a call that anyone can fit in is important. And so 
after, you know, getting my own coaching support around it, really doing some thinking of what is the best for the group, looking at it from all angles, I approached the group with a post called how to make the most out of this program. Some of these women were four or five months into the container. And don't get me wrong, I already had this post to begin with, but I never really thought about how am I going to keep these calls from going that long? I just didn't think they would because I was in programs with 30, 40, 50 people and the calls weren't that long. So how come my group of eight or 10 felt that long? So anyway, post this post in and I tell everyone after having the opportunity to run this program, um, you know, for X amount of months. And I just absolutely love working with you guys. I love supporting you. I've really done some thinking about how to make this program even better and how you can get the best results and how you can make the most out of this program and how we can make it a really productive and effective space. So I've rewritten this post and I ask that all of you read through it. And if there's any questions, let me know. And it outlined how to ask questions on the call. We started submitting questions beforehand. We started having this expectation that in the beginning of the call, I would, I really ask that if you come on and ask a question, you have your question. Cause a lot of people are coming on the call. Like, I don't know what to ask today. So, I mean, oh my God, I'm so tired. And here's my life. And my husband annoyed me. And you know, I guess I could ask you about this. Oh my gosh. This made me realize I could ask you about this. So it was like, I asked that you come on the call with your question figured out and clear so we can make the best use of everyone's time and that I can actually support you with what you need support on. And then at the end of the call, if you need some deeper coaching, some, some more support, really figuring out what your question is or what you should be asking, we're going to save that for the final 30 minutes and we're going to start capping the calls at 90 minutes. And if we find that this is not enough time to truly support the group, we'll figure it out from there. Because that's another thing, on top of the value of, of having these values in my company of productive and effective support, I also have the value that everyone gets to be supported and no question goes unanswered. And if that means I have to add in more calls, I will. If that means I bring in more support coaches, I will. If that means we do more training, I will. If that means they need more templates, we'll, we'll do more templates. Like, I just have this commitment, like, you will be supported. Your questions will be answered. You will always know what to do next, period. And if I drop the ball and don't include the right things, I'll fix it. But that doesn't mean I don't have boundaries. So there you go. <laughs> this is how you can set boundaries from the get-go. This is how you can set boundaries in the middle. This is how we set boundaries without coming across as angry and reactive, um, which is not actually because we want to, we don't want to seem angry and we, we must seem super nice and gentle. It's not even the point. The point is just like, we want to come from an empowered leadership-based place with the good of all in mind. Not just, I don't have the time for your guys' two and a half hours of questions, so you better chop chop <laughs> and speed this up for me. It's not that. It's this isn't actually helping you guys. This is, is not actually productive. It's actually lowering the vibe of the space. Here's how we're going to actually support you in getting even better results and a better experience. So... You can do this with anything, masterminds, group programs, group calls, trainings, courses, Facebook groups, Voxer, private calls, payments, anything. So I hope that this helps. 
Um, if you love this episode, please share it on Instagram stories and tag me and let me know, feel free to DM me. If, is there a specific client situation or boundary that you would love to hear me teach how I communicate? I would love to hear that from you guys. You can send me a DM and just make sure you specify that like, this is a podcast idea. Um, and I'll, I'll put it on my list and I'll either turn it into a post or a podcast. Cool. I think that'd be really fun. Okay. You guys, I hope you have a great day, a great week, and I'll talk to you in next week's episode. Bye guys.